Hello and welcome to the Angelist India Radio. Through these conversations, we're taking you inside the minds of great investors, experienced founders and talented experts. Angelist India pioneered new concepts in startup fundraising and investing for India. You can find out more about us on angel.co/india. Let's dive in. Hello everyone. In today's episode, I'm excited to have Jasminder Gulati aka Jazz, co-founder and CEO of Nowfloats, a SaaS startup helping Indian SMEs go online and digital. And earlier last year, it got acquired by Reliance Jio for $20 million. Jazz, extremely excited to have you aboard on the radio. Absolutely, Kashish, uh, always a pleasure. Thank you for having me. Not at all. Jazz, you spent first 11 years with Microsoft as the global sales director, switched to CA Technologies and then went on to co-found Nowfloats. What prompted you to start your own business? A question which is often asked of me uh, given uh, I am a uh, late stage in age entrepreneur. Uh, but I think uh, the want to do a startup, the want to do something uh, has always been there. Uh, I guess uh a multiple set of factors uh happened at that time clearly one of them was you know the fact that you know the whole economy and the you know the the just the number of people on the internet in india you know just completely booming out this is 2012 and actually formally started 2013 but yeah you know once you you know uh, sort of been to a couple of places and and, and done a, a lot of things i think you realize that uh, you know uh, you can impact a few things differently you've always had that idea and then uh, what does happen at the exact moment that you start out is that you know you have to uh, other than having a midlife crisis uh, or perhaps not having a good time at work you need to have one or two more uh, tailwinds in, in in my case i met my co-founders uh in in a strange place and then just happened that i said hey this is the time to start and then you know everything just falls in place when you are ready yeah makes absolute sense and i mean just 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 for our audience just to let everyone know now floats is at headquartered in hyderabad uh not really delhi mumbai or bangalore for that ma- matter uh any particular reason why hyderabad and this has to do with the same thing that you know uh my last job uh Uh, with microsoft and ca was in hyderabad i had relocated uh, from singapore uh, in 2009 uh, to hyderabad to co incubate uh, microsoft global services and while that was a startup i think it was important uh, you know to do it in a place where there was a fair bit of talent available and there was already a microsoft presence so yeah that was the reason uh, i found myself in hyderabad and that's how we started got it While building for the Indian SME market back in 2012, what were some prominent challenges that you faced while starting up? Uh, you know, I think we uh, we didn't realize how vast and diverse and challenging the SMB market would be. We we really did not know when we started, and we I'm going to talk about that in a second uh, as we proceed further. But yeah, uh, we did not anticipate. Uh, uh you know the smbs uh being so averse to technology we fell into the large smb business when we started there were 47 million small businesses and just about half a million of them had 
uh, any digital presence. And then that's what we kept, you know, uh, you know, really wondering about when we started. We said this doesn't make sense at all. That you know, uh, forty-seven million. By the by the way, that number uh, was uh, till had reached seventy-five million. Uh, to, you know, pre-COVID levels. Uh, we've just come out of a what we call a digital dash drive, which is just anticipating that uh, right. a good ten to fifteen million of these SMEs have reduced, and still, still, you know, our, our reports and everybody says that you know probably a, you know at maximum two to three million SMEs have any digital footprint. So the market, even after eight years, remains uh, so enormously open. Uh, to to you know getting these people uh, digital. Yeah, no, makes sense. I mean, I was just looking up at some data, and I think according to a survey in 2015, only 60% of registered businesses in India had some sort of online presence. And of course, we are only talking about registered businesses. Um, and and I can't imagine what was your go-to market strategy back then. You know, uh, we probably uh, did the most logical go to market strategy we we just uh, we made a product which helped you know helped in 2013 small businesses uh, you know get a get a website through four interactive smss and obviously over the years this has become a complex chatbot but you know we did what came naturally to us was that hey can we just you know go out and meet these small businesses and get them onboarded so in those days we uh, predominantly did a very large feet on the street model which is just you know uh, simply go out and sell uh, what we have made. And that was a logical way to move in, in those years, which uh, certainly has changed now. But but at peak, if this is of any, uh, you know, uh, indication to what we do and, you know, how we do it, at peak, we had a thousand people at Now Floats with about 42 offices across India, predominantly in tier two and three and four. So, yeah, I mean, we, we, we were a very direct to small business uh, kind of a business. Right. And what kind of traction uh, were you experiencing in terms of the number of SMEs you had on your network? You know, uh, we did try in the middle uh, to do a purely very low cost uh, digital uh, presence, uh, which was done by one of our channel partners who unfortunately is no longer in business. At, at, at peak, we had signed up two and a half uh, lack uh, small businesses at the, that was at peak. But but if you were to look at uh, the chunk of our business today, you know even after eight years, uh, we've just about reached seventy five thousand paying customers. Uh, now, well, that could be a good news, but it's equally you know uh, indicative of how how large this market is, and you know uh, how how we've not even scratched the damn surface. Right. No, absolutely makes sense. Um, you ended up raising in total 17.4 million from Bloom Ventures, Amitya, Ryan Pillar, IFL, amongst others. And of course, I'm taking this data out of Crunchbase. Uh, and, and this accounts for both equity and debt, I suppose. Um, but what was the investor perception back then towards selling a SaaS product to a long-tail Indian market? I can't assume that the conversations would have been super easy, I suppose. And you're right there. I mean, it, it, it wasn't that smooth. Uh, and, you know, the way the investing world works, I think, is that, uh, you know, you, you get these two sorts of investors. You, you get these people who, uh, you know, uh, are uh, averse to uh, such a difficult uh, product, problem and target audience. And on the other side, you, you get these investors who have grounded themselves or are looking at a very long term opportunity. And 
you know, uh, so it, it swings both ways. Yes, the number of investors liking what we were doing, the base was uh, certainly smaller, relatively speaking. But the fun part is that once you are on the table of the right investor with the right thesis and perhaps somewhat, uh, you know, an experience in this market and knows the value of it, then, then the conversations actually are much shorter. So in, in that way, yes, it, it's a harder, harder, uh, uh, you know, a process to raise money and capital. But uh, on the short, once once you align to the right people, uh, it, it does go very fast. Absolutely. Fast forward to 2020. How do you feel about the SME tech play field with fast-growing players like Khatabuk, Dukan, Bikai? I think... Uh, very interesting time for SME tech. I, I think uh, a couple of uh, really interesting uh, things which are happening in the market. I think, you know, uh, you know, uh, because of COVID, perhaps uh, people are increasingly trying to uh, do things themselves, which was a very rare phenomenon from what we had seen. You know, people in the SME market wouldn't necessarily, you know, do something without getting either a nudge or, you know, simply put. Uh, trusting a, a, a organization or a product, and I think that is one of the largest mm. things we are seeing changing. Where, where you know, uh, perhaps because of large advertising, which is all online these days, uh, you know, you are able to you know build that you know a khata book trust bikai dukan whatever you have it. Uh, we've come out with a couple of products uh, such as Zadinga and stuff like that. But but it's incredible to see that change in in acceptance and, and behavior uh, change that, you know, not only are they trusting, but they are trying out these things themselves. I, I think that is where I think that millions of SMBs that I spoke about earlier, who are not included in the larger, larger, you know, digital footprint uh, are, are adopting this at a much faster uh, pace. Yeah, no, absolutely makes sense. Uh, definitely the distribution and the times uh, are definitely different from, let's say, 2012 to 2020, uh, which which brings us to now. Uh, and the question is that what is now Float's focus post the Reliance acquisition? So, uh, you know, we continue uh, in two parts. We continue, you know, building out now Floats with our larger vision of, uh, you know, getting uh, getting small businesses bigger and by, you know, bringing them into the digital uh, world. Uh, but Reliance, I think we have uh, a couple of very unique opportunities. We have certainly an opportunity to, uh, you know, use their uh, sales and then distribution network to increase uh, our footprint significantly at a very, 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 uh, you know, uh, rapid pace. I think on the other side, Geo itself has gone through so much of enormous change in this past eight months. Uh, of you know, uh, and I've been calling it you know the pivot of 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 uh, of the of the country almost, uh, hmm. and 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 that is coming out with its own sets of either opportunities or challenges that we are uh, you know uh, we find ourselves in the heart of, of uh, you know now the fact that there is the Google and a Facebook you know and all these people uh, looking very deeply at how uh, India can take the next leap and Reliance being that uh, that vehicle. Uh, I think very interesting times in what we are doing with them and continue building our vision. There's a very evident kind of a trend where a lot of the SME tech apps and platforms are leveraging financial services 
to lend uh, and 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 explore other such opportunities that they could tap into their own customer base uh, for revenue and monetization purposes. But talking purely from a SaaS product and SaaS monetization standpoint, how much of a of a ARR do you suspect that a truly phenomenally growing well company in India should be able to crack? while focusing on the SME market? I know this is a bit of a back of the napkin kind of calculation driven question, but what did you feel during, let's say, uh, your own time when when trying to chase those targets, etc.? What are you still chasing right now? Interesting. Uh, you know, there is actually a very wide range of ARR possibilities. Uh, you know, I, I'll actually pick up on what you said first, you know, the, the lending part, uh, you know, where I think, uh, you know, if you look at uh, how some of the companies have been very successful, either through credit or through doing stuff like, you know, doing, uh, you know, very lightweight bookkeeping in, in the right. example of a Khata book or even, you know, Udan, which is uh, essentially, you know, seems to be a, a B2B e-commerce marketplace. But if you peel the onion there, you will realize that. You know, it's actually a logistics play. You know, how, how do small businesses, uh, you know, uh, buy their inventory at wholesale in a seamless delivered manner, uh, which is what I think they've, you know, found the magic sauce on. So if you notice, we are, and I think, uh, still in many parts in, in the version one of SMB tech, we still are trying to solve uh, ex- extremely infrastructural, very uh, first things to be solved first. We are still at that stage. I mean, I wish we had gone a little further. And only when you once you go further, I think you look back and say, oh my God, you know, even the basics were not fixed. And I think these all these large companies which are uh, exceeding billion dollar valuations already, they're on the right track. They're building that first mile where I think that uh, SMBs are going to get exposed by these large companies and they are increasingly and rapidly going to become digital. And, and I think, uh, well, you know, start, you know, if you're a three-year-old SMB company, you are uh, somewhere in the vicinity of a $10 million ARR is what I would guess you're in the right track. And yes, three years being the important number here. I, I think that opportunity, uh, after three years, it's anybody's guess. I mean, you know, you, you can multiply that $10 million ARR uh, multiple times over very quickly. But yeah, I would say a three-year-old startup, three million, a $10 million ARR is just about the right opportunity uh, starting point. Got it. Makes absolute sense. I mean, I'm personally very excited about this space uh, and really excited about what you are doing with Now Floats and the Digital Dish Initiative. Jazz, it was an absolute delight having you aboard. Thanks a ton for your time. And can you let our audience know how how can they really reach out to you for any initiative? Certainly. I mean, you know, the best thing uh, for me, what works is, uh, you know, Twitter. Uh, my, my DMs are always open. I, I kind of enjoy uh, enjoy being reached out to. I, I like to interact with people. So yeah, if anybody wants to reach out for whatever now flows digital dish, any, any anything that I can help with, uh, absolutely happy to help. Awesome. Thanks a ton, Jazz. Take care. Thanks, Kashish, for having me and best of luck.